Welcome to NARPM Radio, your source for property management practices and ideas to help your career, delivered to fit your busy schedule. NARPM Radio, get tuned in. Your applicant owns a home-based business, a pipe bursts, and the tenant says $100,000 of his inventory is ruined. Could the property owner be held liable for this? Could you as property manager be liable if you were told three days prior that there might be a leak on the property? My name is Harry Heist and I'm the founding partner of Heist, Weiss and Wolk, the property manager's partner. Many tenants today have home-based businesses. They sell products online, they may have inventory in the home, they may drop ship things, they may have people coming and going to the home. There are special considerations and liability when a tenant operates a home-based business. Let's look at the first situation. The tenant works from home. You are completely aware of this. It's just the tenant and his computer. He relies solely on the internet. Your tree trimmer comes along and cuts the internet cable or a squirrel in the attic chews through a cable and now your tenant cannot work for three days. Your tenant loses their job or loses out on an internet auction for a $50,000 item. Will the tenant come after the owner? Yes, it's quite possible. You could have liability, your property owner could have liability. The negligence of the tree trimmer caused the problem and it could come back to haunt you. After all, who hired the tree trimmer? You did. The tenant might prove that there's poor maintenance and this allowed there to be an entry point in the attic. Therefore, squirrels got in there and chewed through a cable. It's not the tenant's fault. You might not think it's your fault, but the bottom line is the owner owns the property and is responsible for what happens there. Another situation. The tenant sells collectible baseball cards online has $500,000 worth of inventory, baseball cards, scattered about the house. A pipe breaks in the ceiling and his inventory is ruined. You could have liability. Your owner could have liability. But wait, you probably are depending upon the lease clause where it states that you or the owner are not responsible for the tenant's personal property, right? Every lease has a clause like that in there or should. And you think this is clear. The lease says you're not responsible for the tenant's personal property. But is that clause ironclad? You would be shocked. There's what's called an implied warranty of habitability. It's an implied warranty that's given under what's called common law. The implied warranty of habitability basically means that a house is habitable. It's not going to have a rainforest in the living room. How do we cut down on this liability? First, renter's insurance is crucial. Always try to get your tenants to get renter's insurance. Many of my clients require the tenants to get renter's insurance. But here's the catch. That renter's insurance probably will not cover the tenant's $500,000 collection of baseball cards. The renter's insurance might be just an illusion. 
I would require the tenant to prove to you that the inventory is insured. You also have to realize that renter's insurance can pay out and then the insurance company can turn around and go after the property owner. This is a very, very common thing that, that happens. There's an electrical fire, there's a pipe that breaks, there's a flood. The renter's insurance company pays out to the tenant, but turns around and goes after the owner's insurance company. Few people know this. Use the home-based business agreement and waiver that we supply to you. What does this form do? What does it attempt to do? And it's not perfect, but it's an attempt to cut down on liability. It says the tenant will not have customers coming and going to the property. We don't want to have that. We can't have customers coming and going to the property. Insurance would never cover something like that. There will be no employees. No secretary, no friend, no helper. It's, nobody's going to come there and be an employee on the property. No signs are going to be put up. Obviously, a home-based business is usually not something that's advertised to the public, but a tenant might be tempted to put a sign up. No offensive noises will be made. For instance, the tenant doesn't have some sort of equipment that makes all kinds of noise that could disturb the neighbor next door or the neighbor upstairs in a, a multifamily situation. No major business equipment is going to be in there. No illegal or immoral businesses. We see some pretty incredible things going on at homes that are both illegal or what some might say are immoral. No business will be allowed which violates local law. Sometimes home-based businesses are not allowed in a residential area. You've got to check with zoning. You've got to check with the county or the city. No excessive amounts of deliveries. You do not want to have a situation where FedEx or UPS is coming nonstop and making deliveries or picking up deliveries. This could really disturb the other uh, tenants in a building or in a neighborhood, and we see it happen. Most importantly, there should be a hold harmless clause in the home-based business, home business agreement and waiver that clearly states that the owner and you are not liable for any business interruption. You're not liable for any damages or loss to the tenant's stuff, the tenant's inventory, the tenant's property, the tenant's equipment. Finally, the home-based business agreement and waiver allows you to revoke the privilege of conducting a home-based business. You may decide no more. There's too many problems arising out of this, and you can tell the tenant to no longer have this home-based business be occurring there at the house or in the apartment. Is it is the form an ironclad solution? Absolutely not. No forms are. They're a step in the right direction, but it's probably better than what you're doing now. Download the form from www.evictforms.com. The last thing you want is for your tenant to be doing work on the premises. Now, what do I mean by this? Physical type labor. No customers are coming and going. We've seen situations like this. Car repair, small engine repair, boat or car detailing, pet sitting, daycare. 
daycares, in fact, legal in many areas. But do you really want that occurring on this property? Will insurance pay for this? Hairdressing, massage services, nails. We have a big problem right now with some companies that are out there that act kind of like Uber. What people do is they pet sit. They take care of someone else's pet while the person's on vacation or the person's at work. Or they walk a person's dog. And that animal is being kept in the rental unit. Rest assured, your insurance company will not cover this form of commercial activity. Don't let your guard down. Don't for one minute feel that the insurance company will cover an injury due to a person or property due to a business activity such as this. They will deny coverage so fast you won't know what happened. Zoning and code enforcement issues. Remember we talked about the UPS and FedEx truck coming all day long and, and causing a noise disturbance. Neighbors get angry. They call code enforcement, and now the business is exposed. Now the county or the city knows about this business going on, and the owner might be in trouble. Be very cautious and stop the minute your tenant says he is operating a business from home. Take your time. Research. Don't just look at the proof of income and be satisfied. You need to take action items. Make sure you have plenty of insurance, that the owner has plenty of insurance. Make sure your tenant has purchased renter's insurance. Make sure your tenants purchase insurance for their business. Use the home-based business agreement and waiver. Will you be 100% safe? It's doubtful. You might just not want to rent to a tenant who is going to have a home-based business. Think about it. Think about the risk. Think about the rewards. Don't let your guard down. Ask questions. Will there be inventory? Will there be deliveries? Will there be machinery? Will customers be stopping by? Probe around and ask these tough questions. Questions that aren't going to be answered unless you ask these questions. More and more tenants work from home. There are more of these Uber-type businesses where people are going to be working from home. There will be more home-based businesses. Every single year we see more of this. A successful property manager spots this and immediately the red flag goes up. Then an informed decision needs to be made. Sometimes you just need to say a resounding no and decide not to allow that tenant to live there. If you have any questions about this topic or any other topic that we discuss, please feel free to email us at info at evict.com. Thanks for listening to NARPM Radio. For more details on today's subject, refer to the show notes or visit narpum.org. Subscribe to NARPM Radio through iTunes or Podbean and get alerted to new recordings. We'll see you next time on NARPM Radio.